going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. journey, in my opinion. Uh, My guest, Monique Grosher, which means rose grower in Czech, which you're about to hear a second time. I really didn't need to say it, I guess. Uh, Has a chemical engineering degree, knows a lot about science, and is such a brilliant mind. We had a spectacular time nerding out about the sentience of bacteria and viruses and uh, alternative sources of energy and mintaka and all kinds of great stuff. So um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I can't thank Monique enough. It's really funny because uh, we actually recorded this right after the last full moon and I'm releasing it right before the next full moon, which, uh, the last full moon was a bit of a rough ride and brought up a lot of stuff for people, made people, um, deal with their past or their present things that no longer serve them. And this full moon will probably be that at least if not double. So, um, just, you know, pay attention to the Woo community around you and the people that we all listen to and follow and uh, look for some grounding and just remember that you are the present. You don't even have to be present. You are the present. And um, I know you're just going to keep growing and changing and being amazing. I'm so grateful for the people who are following me on Instagram and TikTok and on your podcatchers. Uh, I'm grateful for the guests who come on. I am grateful for those who have me on theirs. I am grateful for the collaborations. I'm just so filled with gratitude right now. And I want to say to anybody who's going through a hard time right now, because we're about to enter a phase where a lot of shadow work and change and uh, growth 
that takes what appears to be chaos and upheaval can be really tough to go through and I promise you it gets easier it's kind of funny because I found out today uh, one of the reasons that I'm better when Saturn is in retrograde which I am pretty psyched that it's in retrograde until October is that uh, Saturn, the way it's placed in my astrological charts, uh, is about having limitations and things, which, you know, I do have some physical limitations. Um, and for whatever reason, they seem to be better, and I just seem to be functioning at a higher level and having more energy when Saturn is in retrograde, while at the same time, everybody else who doesn't have my chart placement is having a harder time and dealing with a lot of uh, change, relationships, um, all that kind of stuff. So I'm happy that I can be on the ball and be here to um, give you all lots of love and hopefully what is supportive content. This is just such a cool discussion. I would love to hear from you uh, what you think about it. And I'm actually going to share it with a couple different people who are way more, um, I don't know, I guess important is the word in podcasting and whatnot because they might have access to scientists and other people on these subjects that would make them able to have a really fabulous discussion about it uh, to layer onto these topics. I think it's truly fascinating. Since this was recorded, there uh, it's just like every day there's new scientific greatness happening and amazing discoveries about things that we thought we understood, but obviously, you know, don't know everything about yet. Enjoy this interview with Monique. Thanks for coming on, my friend, and I can't wait to have you back on again. Galactic Groover, Santa Du Collective, welcome back. This is uh, Monique, and I did not take a pause to pronounce your last name properly, so I would like you to say it so I do not butcher it, and we just save both of us the trouble. Yeah, it's Roshar. It actually means rose grower in Czech, so. Oh, I love that, Roshar. Uh, That is fantastic. So thank you, Monique mm-hmm. Rojar. Uh, and I know that you read cards, I believe. And uh, like I was trying to, um, sometimes I struggle with uh, connecting people between the Soberish group on, you know, the Facebook groups, um, the Instagram handle, and then some people have a separate like business thing, you know, like I do. Yeah. So um is there anything that you're currently uh, engaged in or are you just practicing at the moment, kind of keeping your I skills home? Just practicing. Um, tarot is, well, technically I read tarot and oracle, but mm-hmm. um, that's something that I decided to learn during the pandemic. So it's mm-hmm. a very new oh, thing cool. for me. I've been doing it for a year. And, um, and then recently I actually got into... Um, runes as well so um, oh, nice. just some history for me my dad is kind of a mutt 
but he's mm-hmm. uh, mostly e- Eastern European. So he's Czech and Irish and uh, French Canadian and German. And then my mom's a hundred percent Scandinavian. And so lately the thing that has been calling me has been kind of tuning into my ancestral spiritual practices. So I have uh, Czech tarot and Oracle, and then I have some Celtic Oracle and tarot cards, and then I have some runes. So that sounds really uh, fun. And I, I love, um, love all of those things. I have some connections with that as well. Cause I've got Scottish on um, mm-hmm. one side. So um, that is, that is really cool. I, and that's a, really amazing that you've only been reading cards for a year. Cause I've seen a lot of your readings and card pulls and you are wonderful. Um, Aw, thanks. When I was creepily creeping um, your page today, <laughs> I noticed you just got a new really cool tattoo also, right? Or were you putting it on someone else? I wasn't quite yeah. sure. No. So um, it was Nimoy. I was in one of Nimoy's lives and she pulled uh-huh. a card for me and it looked just like my tattoo. And so I, I thought oh. I'd post it, but that is actually, so I have a tattoo on my uh, right shoulder. Uh-huh. A phoenix, and it has a snowflake in it, which is, I didn't realize it at the time. That's just what I wanted, but it's kind of a, a phoenix is more of a masculine symbol, right? Mm-hmm. And then the snowflake's very feminine. And then I've been working with my therapist. Well, she's technically an energy worker for the last, mm-hmm. through the pandemic. Um, and one of the things that we've been working on is kind of um, embracing the, uh, the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Cause I, I grew up in a, well, from a, a lot of the things I've heard from soberish people, I've grew up at, grown up in a similar circumstance to, um, a lot of them. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, I was Mormon and I, uh, right. you know, I, I've walked away from a lot of toxic things in my life. So my therapy has been working on kind of, uh, reestablishing the, uh, divine feminine, right? And mm-hmm. uh, walking away from the toxic. And so the tattoo on my back is kind of uh, a reflection of my shoulder tattoo, but instead of uh, on my shoulder, it's mostly masculine with a little bit of feminine. I wanted to have a very feminine tattoo with a little bit of masculine. So that's that that's story. Really cool. I love that. <laughs> um, that's really cool. I have uh, the goddess Athena tattooed on my uh hip that was not um normal when I was born I don't like to say deformed because it's like it mostly healed and I'm uh fine now but um I love having that particular energy you know on my body so I get it tattoos are really uh can be an amazing kind of magic Um, I know we wanted to talk about Mintaka um, and also uh, (laughs) bacteria, (laughs) which welcome listeners. (laughs) We're getting nerdy and scientific today. Um, But I was doing some, I did some research today just to come up to speed. And the way this came up was you were talking about the episode that I did back in September um, called Mermaid Magic. And I went on a brief um, tangent about this uh, bacteria 
that flourishes at the bottom of the sea that can be used they they theorize anyway that it can be used to make a a bio battery and i talked on there about how i went off you know in my head i was like but what if they don't want to be the batteries and then i went down this rabbit hole about the matrix like the movie the matrix where they're all hooked up you know and then like by the end of the um episode i wound up uh coming back around too but or maybe we're symbiotic with them and they're happy doing it and everyone's everyone's happy. So it was just kind of a funny uh, thing that got us going there. Are you there? Uh-oh. Hmm. Hello? There you are. Did your screen go black? Um, yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me, though? Yeah, like... I heard you the whole time. Okay, all right. Just making sure. Um, okay. So when it does that, I can't hear you. Okay. Uh, I'll keep yeah. my finger on it. No problemo. I just wanted to let you know because I was like, oh, no, I lost her. Because um, occasionally that happens, but not too often anymore. This yeah. method definitely works better than opening it through Instagram because when you do that, it it uh like kind of like holds it captive so you do get disconnected and can't hear each other all right um, so i went online and i looked up uh some of the different things about bacteria and since i talked about that back in september there have been a couple more articles or revelations that i've had about it um and so i know i think you had said that you were um like you almost studied that at some point in your life or, or you were just really interested in it. I can't remember how that came up. So, so in, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm definitely not a subject matter expert in this, but. Um, Me either. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I just Casual conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so my bachelor's degree is in chemistry. Oh, okay. Um, and when I was in my senior, my junior and senior year of my bachelor's degree, I, technically I started out in chemical engineering um, and ended up switching to chemistry because I was, uh, it, it, with chemical engineering, it would have taken three more years and with chemistry, it would have taken three more semesters and my home life wasn't great and I just needed to be Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That was, that's, you know kind of a clear choice depending on what your <laughs> circumstances are like I that's hard to pass up three three semesters versus three years so yeah so um but while I was in my junior and senior year um I was actually doing research on solar cells and of course when you're doing research on uh one type of renewable energy you kind of get a little bit of exposure to some other types um and it I probably would have majored in environmental engineering from mm -hmm. the get-go um, and worked more on the microbial fuel cells just because I think they're fascinating. Um, but uh, I, I love the, the chemistry of batteries. I know that sounds mm -hmm. really weird and nerdy, but um, I'm owning it. And I think it's fascinating how you can take um, one thing and put it in connection with something else and hook them up and all of a sudden you get energy out of it mm -hmm. that 
that really sums it up right there. I mean, it is its own kind of magic. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you're calling yourself a nerd while you're talking to the person who Googled three different kinds of bacteria for a couple hours today. <laughs> oh, reading different stuff and going, wow, that's really cool. And oh my gosh, look at this thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I pulled up my microbiology book when I was like, oh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. And I was like, oh, I better pull out my textbook. So. <laughs> well, um, so the the particular bacteria that is the one that can't they think, you know, needs sea minerals and thrives in that environment, but they think can um, conduct energy. And one of the things I, you know, hypothesized or the light bulb that came on during that rant of mine was that maybe that is how um, ancient civilizations powered things, you know, maybe they figured that out, how to do that. Um, But the, the, the name is Shawanella uh, Onidensis. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? And so the first syllables are she and one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that stuck out to me, but I know um, I bet uh, Zephyr Voxel will have something to say about that because she's uh, really good with um, like language and symbols and things. But I found that really interesting. And um, then I looked up uh, this other um, bacteria that's called chlor- Chlorobium tepidum. Mm-hmm. And that is a bacteria that um, does photosynthesis and it's it's like it's learning how to um, use quantum physics to uh, get you know keep its to protect its photosynthesis um, mm-hmm. metabolism and so um, anyway it it's really fascinating in this article and I'm going to see if I can pull it up and stay on here with you because it usually does work. But um, the thing that I read in that article that made me go, uh-huh. uh huh. Our everyday reality seems a million miles away from the phantom landscape of quantum effects where an object's nature is a smear of possibility until an observation link locks them into place. Mm-hmm. that is such a huge paragraph right there like that's <laughs> because that to me that frees up this concept of you know quote-unquote reality and yeah. things being more um, defined one way or the other and if we're to believe that everything contains life life force and source energy um then that means it can all have its own sentience and be part of you know that uh energetic universal harmony with humans and animals and uh, yeah. plants you know yeah absolutely um i had a uh and then i had this weird experience recently where my oldest got stressed I was exposed to it a little bit and I, I kind of wasn't feeling good. And instead of like, cause antibiotics aren't so great in my system, mm-hmm. he really needed them. But you know, I was like right at the beginning and he told me this thing and I went, well, damn, that's interesting. 
let's experiment on myself. Uh, because he told me that part of the reason that the bacteria makes you sick is that it releases toxins to protect itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's feeling attacked. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of worked on, you know, resting for a day and uh, trying to keep my energy very balanced and like neutral, you know, yeah. and try to harmonize and be one with the strep. And then it's an interesting idea. And I love it. I didn't get sick. And usually when I get exposed to something like that in particular, it's like, I'm just a goner. I might as well, you know, it would be like, uh, one of my kids has strep, so I need antibiotics. (laughs) Give us a twofer (laughs) because mama's going to get it. But, um, so that was a mind blower and, then there's some of the, you know, theories and, and I want to preface this by saying, um, obviously the pandemic, this is not diminishing any of the tragedy and difficulty and hardship and all of that, that has been created by this experience that we're all having. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been some, um, idea or, uh, reflection on, could this possibly also be a way of um, kind of trying to awaken more people at once, like a vehicle to force a faster raising of vibrational frequency? Yeah. Yeah. I buy that. (laughs) Um, So, you know, what is your take on all that? Like, cause it makes, I mean, obviously there, and believe me, I'm not, don't don't not go to the doctor if you have strep people (laughs) that can be a really serious bacteria and you can get very very sick so i am not a doctor this is not medical advice it just happened to work in my case but this is something that's been happening in my body for a while now i would say a few years and i just thought i was getting really lucky um but i think i've just kind of been doing this without knowing it uh, learning how to, I don't know, be in harmony with things. Yes. Actually, that's one of the things. So I was talking to someone the other day about, uh, baby alien status. I'm going to take us on a little bit of a tangent, but, um, but I actually don't necessarily feel like I'm a baby alien. Cause I feel like I've been doing so much spiritual work over the mm-hmm. last like 10, 15 years And then once I kind of woke up, it was like a slight adjustment. But um, I had an interesting experience the other day where I tried to get my body in alignment with, you know, the things that weren't going so well. And and I I was like, all right, body, like my neck's feeling a little sore and I don't want to deal with it. Can you like figure out what's going on and just fix it? But, but it worked. And yeah. I think a lot of us are waking up to abilities we didn't realize we had. And we are, um, we're finding these magical powers that aren't actually technically magic. I think right. what it is, is us aligning with our environment and not fighting against it, but being at peace. And like with the fighting against it, you know, um, mm-hmm. I always, whenever, cause I'm a science person, whenever people are talking spiritual stuff 
um, and they say, don't fight it. I, I always think of the um, Newton's law of physics, right? Where it's mm-hmm. every action um, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the more you're pushing against something, the more it's going to push back. But mm-hmm. if you kind of relax and let it flow, there's nothing to push against. Um, so that, that's what I was thinking when I heard you telling the story. But then I'm going to change the subject. But that's with okay. the bacteria, um, mm-hmm. in addition to what you were saying when I was doing my research, because I was not anticipating we were going to go into a deep dive of the technical stuff, but um, I have some notes that say um, bacteria purpose, degrade food we eat, make nutrients available, neutralize toxins. Uh, they facilitate the breakdown of compounds to make them available for use. And then my thought was um, energy can't be created or destroyed, but it can be altered. So maybe mm-hmm. part of the role that bacteria plays is to facilitate the availability of certain elements that aren't necessarily available for us now um, that allow for the transformation and incorporation of these elements in ways that we actually can access. And so when you were talking about this huge awakening, Mm -hmm. I think that bacteria and other things that are kind of intermediaries may be taking something that wasn't accessible before and turning it into something that is more accessible now. And we've got people waking up and that might sound crazy, but no, I don't think it sounds crazy at all. Um, What you were saying actually reminded me of something because part of what they talked about, I'm pretty sure it's with the, uh, the chloro, the chlorobium that is, uh, using the quantum physics to protect mm-hmm. itself. They, yeah. they talk in there about it conducting like some of it, you know, cause bacteria conducts electricity and it also mm-hmm. uh, apparently um, holds light, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, if it can do all of that, there's no reason that it can't hold other activations as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and, think it depends on the bacteria. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I kind of see viruses, I mean, viruses are their, you know, are like a whole other badass as far as their ability to uh, mutate and, um, <laughs> you know, adjust and everything. And I, it's one of the things that, and I am, I've gotten vaccinated, I am very pro mask and all of that stuff. I'm not saying this from a standpoint of like, it's some grand conspiracy. But I have noticed that it seems like unless warrior trying to uh, like treat COVID or, you know, handle COVID versus like uh, fighting COVID that mm-hmm. it seems like when we're fighting things, it just makes them worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like we're going around uh, energetically poking the bear um <laughs> all over the place and then expecting nothing to happen yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean even if it's just that a world event such as this gives people an opportunity to pause i'm pretty sure that and it was probably ryan singer because he's always um really good at doing the research on these things but uh someone talked about the the 1900s the turn of that century um and how after the last, uh, you know, world event, 
um, like that with the contagion that there was like a kind of a mass awakening also at the time there, there was like a big boom of um, esoteric and um, alternative energy, all kinds of things. So I find it so interesting that those things seem to be coinciding at the moment also. Um, Yeah. With alternative energy, that is where I've been putting my, uh, I've been doing the Robin hood app, which I hear isn't necessarily the best one, but a lot of what I'm doing is alternative energy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll have to talk about that in in Messenger. (laughs) What your recommendations are. Um, I know, I did manage. I I am comfortable with what I've done, and that is good. But I did manage to get some Dogecoin, so I was pretty happy about that. (laughs) Right? I had some of that, too. It it went up, like, in one day, I think it... I had like maybe a hundred or $200 in it and it went up to like 300% higher. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting what is happening with all of these structures to it's almost like they're, we're changing things from the inside. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Yeah. Instead of all the burn it to the ground energy, you know, it's more of a, we don't have to do that. We can just like change things faster. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so much like growing up, I feel like it was always a a dichotomy of choices. You can either choose this or that. And I feel Mm -hmm. like what we're doing now is we're creating a third pathway that's better than either of those choices. And it's not always happening, but people are starting to see that as an option. Yeah, that that's a really great way to explain it. I love that. Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have syncretic oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. 
If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square Booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square Booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. So we were in the middle of uh, symbiosis and viruses and bacteria being activations for awakenings. And you started talking about runes and your accent. And I was saying you should just come to Minnesota to add a little bit of extra. Round it up. (laughs) Have you seen, there's this gal on um, TikTok uh who does like a minnesota housewife throwback kind of thing and then she makes all these quote-unquote salads <laughs> that no. are just salads, like chopped things that you serve cold <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's so funny so but she's fantastic um she does you know the whole accent and the whole housewifey bit it's very cute uh but yeah the <laughs> accent i just love it um, no, I was going to ask about, you know, the runes and um, the cards and whatnot. Are are you, is that something that you're wanting to do more? Um, yeah, but I'm still in the practice state. So, you know, right. like, I'm perfectly happy if someone wants to reach out to let me practice on them, but I'm not feeling super, super confident in like starting my own business or anything. And gotcha. I have a 3D job, so I don't, Know right, that it's right, right. Gonna be a yeah, a huge part of my life. But what I do love yeah. is um, a lot of the work I have done has been pretty healing, and mm-hmm. so I think there are certain people that tend to be kind of a little bit attracted to me who've been through some of the similar things, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm I'm always happy to help. Well, not always. Sometimes, like last week, it was a bad week, and then I don't have any energy for anything other than you know getting through it, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I I have my uh, cycles where I need to be a little more withdrawn or I just need to recharge. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting better and better at trying to manage those uh, peaks and valleys a little better so that it's more uh, consistent. But, you know, there's like, for instance, the moon this week. I mean, there's just certain mm-hmm. things that happen and uh, you can't help it. There's nothing you can do but rest and recharge and yeah, take some time, you know, away from other people and connections and social media and all that. If you feel yeah. like you need to, well, cool. We'll, um, we'll definitely put your contact info that you, uh, want me to share in the notes so that people can reach out, uh, to be practice subjects if they'd like to connect with you for that right now. Um, you know, I started, like, I didn't start right out the gate. Hey, give me money to read for you. (laughs) And so I understand how you feel. And I, I mean, I had been doing it since I was a teenager, but I still felt like I was too new to be like, you know, putting up a shingle. And so what I did for probably about the first uh, year or possibly longer, um, 
was just posted cards and, you know, little readings and words of wisdom and didn't really, I didn't do lives that, you know, I just kind of kept it very, um, about my journey. And then I, then I knew like when I got to the point where I was ready. So, yeah. um, and, and it doesn't have to be a thing for everyone, you know, and we do tend to attract each other in that way. Um, yeah. Well, so, and for me, one of the big things, um, like I said, I grew up Mormon, right? And mm-hmm. I left the church and I feel like growing up, um, I was always taught authority, right? And right. if I had intuition to second guess myself. And so for me, one of the big things about developing the spiritual practice has been, I feel like coming back to myself and mm-hmm. relearning how to trust my intuition and uh not gaslight myself, you know, and stuff like that. So it's been a very healing journey for me. And tarot just happens to be the tool that came back, like that helped me realize that I am actually very intuitive and that I don't need to doubt that or to ask for someone else, you know, like an extra authority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like get, like get a, a certification or like something that proves that you know what you know when you know know already. So yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Well, that's awesome. I think that is fantastic. Um, I know you had said you would also love to talk about Mintaka as well. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Would you like to start? (laughs) It's a a pretty big topic at this point. So I'm kind of like at a loss sometimes where to start with it at all. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't know if you heard uh, the episodes with Serafina or Swapcast about it as well. But um, yes, that was one of the things that I was listening to in preparation for this podcast. Oh, cool! All right, that'll be awesome. So we can piggyback on all of that. So take it away, Monique. Sure. So um, my first exposure to Mintaka was actually a reading with Nimue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a meet your guides and, um, and to be honest, the, um, most of the, the alien stuff hasn't resonated with me. It's not that I Mm -hmm. disbelieve it. It's just Mm -hmm. like, if someone asks me what spiritual things I resonate with more, I more resonate with the Fae and like, um, kind of fantasy creatures. Mm -hmm. So like I've had dreams with dragons in them and anyways. Um, so I I just haven't really focused on really any alien type stuff. But um, the first guide reading I had with Nimue, she said the the guide that was trying to get her attention the most was this mermaid. um, And and she she asked if I resonated with Mintaka. And I I hadn't ever heard of it. So Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so then I started kind of researching it a little more. And when I... Um, when I saw stuff on the internet, um, I, kind, I, I resonated with it. Um, my entire life, I've, I'm, I'm not a love and lighter, but I've always been focused more on love. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons I left the Mormon church is I feel like love and charity is such an important thing and it's a huge motivator. Um, but I felt like the way I observed it, it was twisted and distorted. 
yeah um, instead of harmony it was like yeah we'll we'll love you as long as you follow this set of rules it's, it's conditional love yeah. and as soon as you mm-hmm. stop following their set of rules you're all of a sudden an outcast yeah so um so a lot of the things that I saw on the internet I was like oh yeah I get that and then um I I looked up Orion's stuff and um as as a scientist and engineer, my master's degree is in systems engineering. So mm-hmm. um, I, I've always been very interested in science and engineering, um, which um, makes me feel a little bit like an outsider in some of the more wooey communities, right? Right. <laughs> e- even though my theory is eventually we'll get the science that shows that all this wooey stuff is actually like measurable and, and stuff like that. Same. So I think we'll get to that point, but, um, but that's one of the things where I, I saw that, um, people from, or starseeds from Orion tend to be more scientifically motivated and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then I started listening to some of the, the podcasts and to be honest, when I was researching it, like there wasn't a ton that I, I was like, oh yes, I must find out more. But then like, as you were talking to Serafina, I kind of felt it, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like. Oh yeah, that that feels right. So cool. I'm glad. I you know I like I you hear me say over and over, and everyone hears me say this is my my personal experience, and I don't expect anyone else's to be identical. But um, similarly, I hadn't really heard of Mintaka, and I know you've heard me talk about it on the podcast. But just for any new listeners who might not have heard any of this yet. Um, it was very confusing for me like the the whole Atlantean uh wound and needing to heal that experience of being left behind and all that did not like it just didn't fit me I had a different kind of melancholy you know Mm -hmm. and um so it was and then so when I I like when I heard this I I could feel it in my body, but like you, the stuff, most of what I found as far as research online, um, like accounts from people of what their visions or dreams or travels were like, just didn't quite, uh, vibe with me. And Mm then, um, when, uh, but when I started just looking at the actual, you know, um, astronomy of it and more of that angle of it and some of the um, mythology and whatnot then I I was able to feel into it in a different way and Mm -hmm. um and then I I (laughs) then I hit my head twice really hard and uh then after that started channeling in the bathtub so that's how we got here listeners if you're new (laughs) sometimes you need to shake some things loose (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the Atlantean thing, you know, that just didn't, um, it, that didn't feel right. And this did. And of course, I've since part of the, re- you know, part of that sadness that so many uh, beings, energies, souls, whatever you want to call it, that are here who are from Mintaka have, have had was uh, believing that our planet was gone. And, and, you know, now that we are slipping into a more fluid concept of time and a more multidimensional reality and where we, you know, like you're saying, everything exists and there's a third option. Um, 
everything I'm being told is that the everything's still there it all still exists and so it's not like we're uh never able to go home again if that's what we consider home yeah um so do you think that like based on because I I know you if you're into engineering I'm sure that you have looked into all of the different theories about the pyramids and um you know different uh archaeological structures around the world um markings like the uh Nazca lines and um do you think that 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 uh bacteria like solar cell kind of thing is is um plausible I think it's plausible but um and I I actually haven't looked into a lot of the archaeological archaeological <clears throat> stuff but mm-hmm. um I think I think if that was part of it it was part of a bigger system and I think it's similar to what we have now um I mm-hmm. think if we're trying to derive energy yeah microbial fuel cells could be a part of the structure and especially in like wastewater treatments you know where mm-hmm. um they take something that is going to be a toxic thing for the earth and they turn it into something that we can use um, right right but I, I think it's just part of the solution. I, I'm hesitant to ever say that there's one thing that Most is the definitely. answer. So it's probably solar cells and wind energy and, mm-hmm. you know, other forms of energy. But, but I mm-hmm. think that having bacteria as part of the arsenal of things that are producing or changing or whatever, uh, I absolutely think that that's plausible. Yeah, I, I feel you with all that. That makes a lot of sense. And I agree. I'm, I'm never married to any one thing as far as a concept or theory or idea, because, um, you know, all we have to do is just look at the last few years of our reality that's in our face that, you know, most people have agreed is the, what we're all experiencing to see that um, it's, so it's so changeable and like the impossible happens all the time you know what I mean or the improbable like these just wild things that you know make you go wow that's wild yeah well and sometimes it's just perception like you've Mm -hmm. seen you've seen those memes I'm sure where there's like five blind people looking at an elephant or whatever and right, the one right at yeah, the yeah, tail yeah. <laughs> sees something different than the trunk than the ears yes. than the feet. like your perception yes. makes a huge difference in reality mm-hmm. and so there that you might only be seeing one little piece of a system and there's mm-hmm. a huge amount of other stuff and it's just you're seeing that one little bit so yeah I find the you know I find the microbial uh research and and concept overall just so fascinating because it's very easy to zoom out especially when you talk to people who have uh visions or experiences where they they travel only they're like this tiny little grain of you know sand and there's this uh giant uh being the size of like bigger than our universe and Mm -hmm. And we're like a hair on its 
toe or whatever. <laughs> and, and but it still loves us anyway. And so I keep getting drawn back to this concept that um, and it's not even, you know, like you were saying, it's not a love and light thing. It's a vibrational uh-huh. resonance that creates a harmony and symbiosis between all things with life force. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. That I really absolutely. look forward to. And and I think they that all of the things with life force work as part of a system. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like I, an ecosystem. Right? Absolutely. And just because yeah. you don't see everything doesn't mean we don't they're not connected. Mm-hmm. So there was another article, I'm trying to think of which I, I looked up so many different things about microbials and bacteria, but one of the other really cool things that it talked about was um, the, what was it? Oh, that they're starting to prove that some, uh, you know, some single cell organisms and and animals and things can um, sense the magnetosphere and changes in it, which is very validating for all of those of us who have been involved in grid work for a long time and Mm -hmm. feel those things physically and you know other people are like what's your problem your bananas um so it's kind of cool that they're starting to figure that out uh and i don't know i as as a uh science focused person um because i kind of feel like these these quantum uh effects that we're becoming aware of all these little different pieces that can change the way we have structured this world. Um, it seems like they have the potential to allow things to come in which do solve uh, some of our environmental uh, problems, you know, and mm-hmm. threats and different things. Um, but am I just being naive <laughs> about that? Uh, how no, do you feel about I, all of that? So here's my theory on that. Take it or leave it, as always. Um, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I think that, yeah, there may be some novel thing that comes in um, and changes things up. But I actually think a lot of innovation is just looking at a problem in a different way. Um, And a lot of innovation is simplifying things. So, Mm -hmm. um, and, and I also think just like we were talking about, like us working as a system, right. As part of a a bigger system. Um, And and I'm a, I'm a big picture thinker. Systems engineering is my master's degree. So, um, Mm -hmm. and it's all about how the pieces of a system fit together. Right. I think though that, Uh, One of the things that this pandemic has caused is a lot of time and space for people to think about stuff that they want. And I think while they were super busy on the hamster wheel, they might not have thought of things. And then while they had time to, you know, sit and let things marinate, they might come up with a brilliant idea that's actually super, super simple and and you know sort of like when you can't solve a problem and then you go for a jog and then the problem reveals itself to you so I think Mm -hmm. that there's gonna be people who come here and that part of their purpose is to create technology that cleans up the earth 
Um, Mm -hmm. And they're just going to have that inspiration. And I think with the, like I was saying about manifesting uh, the, the sore back away, you know, like, yes, people are just going to be like, I think I'm going to try this. And then they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I I absolutely think that there's probably technology that can come in, but a big part of what's going to change, I think, is people are going to be inspired. That makes a lot of sense. And that is very hopeful. So once you kind of felt like Mintaka resonated with you, was there anything in particular that, you know, you were curious about in regards to it or like more that you had to, uh, you know, put forth? Have you been having, have you had any like dreams or things that felt like memories or deja vu or anything like that? Um. Yes. Um, and I didn't necessarily make the connection, but mm-hmm. um, I have had dreams where I'm like floating in crystal clear water and like swimming <laughs> among the, um, the, the, and, and, you know, swimming among the seaweed and being connected mm-hmm. to like the plants that are under the water and stuff like that. And I just figured it was like a, a nice happy dream and you know, mm-hmm. it was like, I, I remember feeling just really peaceful. Um, but that's, um, do you remember hearing any, anything that sounded like music or singing or song? Um, when was this? It, it was like months and months and months ago. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't even remember like, it, it was when we were talking that it triggered that memory. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, so like I grew up in a very musical family. So when I hear music around me, I don't necessarily notice it. It's just right. There. right. Well, this is really, this would be very subtle and it would almost be easy to not notice it unless uh, you saw other beings and we're interacting with them because it's part of how they communicate is tonally uh as well as with um not spoken words so much but thought language um but they uh it's like um it sounds like all of the voices all at once but together in perfect harmony mm-hmm. um and it it you hear it as well as like feel it in your body it's very resonant but um it's interesting that because uh, they have you know they showed me some stuff recently and um i wonder to myself if some of the you know, mythological creatures or, or fae or different, like if this isn't part of the whole, the whole fae fairy realm kind of uh, system, because they're so shape-shifty and they, they create from a place of everything being art, only it's living art made of life force so you know that bird that they thought of and then um 
almost breathed into existence uh, or sang into existence or light painted um, is now, you know, a bird, but it's all part of the same energy. Maybe. Um, but yeah, well, uh, the, I know, have you, um, have you ever spent any time listening to whales and uh, dolphins or any of that or ocean sounds? Yeah, well, and so that's one of the interesting things. I have this shell collection that I've had since I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I have like four dolphin statues, not statues, just like, um, uh, you know, like the little things that are the size of your hand figurines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all around. So I've always felt very, very connected to dolphins, but, Mm um, yeah, um, I, it's all kind of on the, like nothing's concrete in my mind, you know, (laughs) Well, um, <clears throat> I'm really grateful to you for talking to me about it and for, for reaching out to connect about all of this. You are uh, so well-educated and um, intelligent, put all kinds of pieces together. You have a really good way of explaining what you're trying to get across. And so I'm really grateful to you. I'm going to have to... Um, let you practice on me with ruin runes and then um, force you to let me pull cards for you because I won't feel right not paying you. <laughs> <laughs> I have done those energetic, the, the exchanges and, mm-hmm. and those, those are lovely. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, you know, I mean, we all need uh, practice. And one of the reasons that I love, um, giving readings even if they are a trade or a practice or whatnot is that they all teach you different things you know and like you said they're all healing and a lot of people wind up coming to you who are dealing with something that you went through and so it helps us all just get to like deeper and deeper layers within ourselves. I think yeah absolutely yeah all right. Well, um, I won't uh, hold you captive uh, <laughs> anymore this evening, but um, I, I can't wait to see, um, you know, how things develop for you. And uh, don't tie yourself too much to rules. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you know me well. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, I have. We share very similar uh, personality archetypes in some areas, I think. And you, it does kind of feel like being the, I don't know, the outlier when you're mm-hmm. in a really super woo community, <laughs> and you're over there going, "But science too!" And everyone's <laughs> like, "Shut up." Tell me how to manifest. <laughs> well, and I haven't had so. people tell me to shut up, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Me neither. I'm just teasing. Yes. I like to be hyperbolic for uh, <laughs> humor, <laughs> comedic effect. Um, but yeah, yeah so <clears throat> I totally get that. And it's, I think, part of the reason I had developed that uh, perspective and response was that. Um, you know, when I was a teenager and in my 20s, there it, this was definitely not at all even close to mainstream in any way. And 
uh, I was always explaining like card reading or a psychic dream or um, a loved one visiting as, you know, someday they're going to figure out how this works and prove it scientifically. (laughs) 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 Almost just like a defense mechanism so that people weren't like, okay, you're cuckoo. (laughs) (laughs) But well, it's, it was a pleasure talking to you and it always has been. And um, thank you so much for coming on. I will probably get this up in a week or so. And um, do you want to tell people where they can find you if they want to DM you and practice? Yeah. So um, right now I'm on Instagram. I think my Instagram is mo.rose and one of the O's has a zero. Um, so, all right, cool. Well, I'll make sure that's in the notes and, um, I hope you have a great evening and I'll be interested to see, uh, if anything more comes up for you about Mintaka. Yeah, I will let you know. And thanks for taking (laughs) the time. You're welcome. I'll talk to you next time. Bye, Monique. Okay. Bye. I told you Xanadu Collective that that was going to be awesome and it was uh, it's so funny that I said in a week or so so I guess or so meant three weeks and you know anybody who goes on a podcast I don't think any of us are thinking uh, my episode's going to be out immediately sometimes it works out that way sometimes it doesn't but Uh, for private reasons this was actually perfectly timed and I think um, it's so beneficial there's going to be a lot of you who are at a point where it is time for you to step into leadership because you have been doing the work and no Monique I'm not calling you out personally (laughs) you're saying you need to be doing anything you're already doing it Uh, but this highlights the beginning of a journey how people doubt themselves how you learn to overcome imposter syndrome and that is what uh, is going to be coming up a lot for those of you who are sort of on the brink of uh, shifting into a leadership role a mentorship role elderhood and it doesn't matter how old you are either that is what is different about the current and new paradigm in the age of Aquarius is that it doesn't matter how old you are and you also can't wear your age like a a degree that proves that you're wise and smart anymore Um, it's about connecting and tapping into your own discernment and knowing and wisdom and uh, not just simply based on you having lived a certain number of years. So I hope you all enjoy that. I want to throw out there that I am doing a multidimensional workshop. You can go look on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook for the uh, flyer about that. It's going to be a Zoom session on the 29th of May, which is the day that Mercury goes retrograde. I'm sure brave to hope that tech is working. Uh, We were having so much solar weather happening that even people who think all we believe in is bullshit are noticing that uh, electrical grids and communications and stuff are having trouble when the sun spits at us. 
So um, I'm being brave and having this multidimensional expansion workshop to uh, work with others, um, talking about how I have been able to connect to the all and have this feeling of inner peace and bliss even when the shit hits the fan. So it's very inexpensive and affordable. It'll be about an hour, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So you can go check that out. And I am, I guess I'm under the gun now because it's the 24th today. I want my Patreon set up by June 1st so that people can start joining it because that's where I will hold future workshops and it will be very affordable to join the Patreon and then you'll have access to the sensuality and pleasure workshop along with the multidimensional workshop those are the two I have going now and I will probably be starting a group in there for uh soul contracts um that's a whole other subject, but basically, uh, there's a book by Carolyn Meese, M-Y-S-S, and you go through and assign archetypes to the 12 houses of your astrological chart, and it can be very revealing, and those archetypes are kind of like who's the boss of those aspects of your life. Uh, knowing it over the last 20 years has greatly enhanced my ability to navigate life. Uh, so I think that would be another great thing and fun thing to start in there. So maybe that'll be like, you know, first tier, second tier kind of thing, but we shall see how it develops. So be on the lookout for that, but I would love to have as many people as possible at this multidimensional expansion workshop. It is purely selfish motives, not because I want your money, but because I want everyone's help. Those of us have been doing this grid work and energy work for a really, really, really long time, mostly in isolated conditions and with exponentially fewer of us than there are now, uh, are really excited to have some other people show up <laughs> to help do the work. Because as we all know, the more people who are doing the work, the less work there is for everybody. And then we can have fun. And at heart, you know, I may have enough Virgo in me that I get shit done and I like spreadsheets and uh, love order. But I am also mostly at the heart of it, a Taurus in this lifetime and also Athena, uh, goddess of war and wisdom. And so I, as the muse coming in energy form to this planet, do love uh, naps and leisure and fun and play and pleasure and joy and all those good things. So the more of you that come along and expand your energy and anchor light in your location, um, the more I get to play and have fun. Love you all. Bye-bye. <coughs> Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast. 
M-E-O-W-W. That's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard. A panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. Twenty-five years and my life is still Trying to get up that great big hill of hope For a destination I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means And so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out What's in my head and I, I'm feeling a little peculiar And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high And I scream from the top of my lungs, what's going on? And I say, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? And I say, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? try I try all the time in this institution and I pray oh my god do I pray I pray every single day for a revolution and so I cry sometimes when Lying in bed just to get it all up What's in my head and I I'm feeling a little peculiar And so I wake in the morning and I step outside And I take a deep breath and I get real high And I scream from the top of my lungs What's going on? And I say, hey yeah, yeah. 
Fifty-two years and my life is still trying to get up that great big hill of hope for a destination. 